This is the Joyful Weight Loss Podcast, and I'm your host, Sarah Wells, MD. Listen in each week, and I'll share from science and scriptures that encourage you in how to cultivate healthy habits so you can lose extra weight and gain more health while cultivating joy. Be sure you are following the podcast so you don't miss an episode. Now, let's dive into this week's topic. Hello and welcome back. I hope y'all are doing great. So today on the podcast, we are going to talk about what is the best day to start. Start a new health habit, whether it be focused on adding exercise or changing the way you approach food by potentially looking at a new way of eating or making goals to stop overeating. When is the best day to start whatever it is that you've been thinking of starting to work on um, regarding your health and your health habits? And it's November, so we're also going to talk about what that would look like during the current season. Um, And I'm going to talk about several steps to take once you decide when to start. So let's get into that episode now. This information is for educational and informational purposes only and solely as a self-help tool for your own use. I'm not providing medical, psychological, or nutrition therapy advice. You should not use this information to diagnose or treat any health problems or illnesses without consulting your own medical practitioner. Always seek the advice of your own medical practitioner and or mental health provider about your specific health situation. For my full disclaimer, please go to www.joyfulweightloss.com forward slash disclaimer. Okay, so it's November, as I said, and here in South Carolina, it is already chilly and crisp and it kind of hit us on Wednesday um, this week, which was also, it also happened to be the day that my daughter's um, high school sailing team had parents day for the end of the season and all the parents were invited to come and get on a tiny sailboat with your student and go out into um, our local lake and sail and it was a cold cold day at least for us and it was windy there were white caps and so <laughs> with some trepidation I got into this 420 which is a small sailboat which she this was her first season and she was able to steer it rather well overall um you know but with the wind and the cold you know there were a couple boats that capsized and thankfully we didn't I didn't get soaked and have to swim during that but I definitely felt the beginning of fall on Wednesday <laughs> out there on the lake so um anyway that was my beginning of fall experience and now of course we have been turning on our fire um we've been having I made soup last night, some tomato soup from fresh tomatoes. I like to roast the tomatoes in the oven with garlic and olive oil. And then I take those and put them in a pot with sauteed onions and garlic. And I kind of um, saute that, add some chicken broth, salt and pepper. And it's just very simple. And then um, blend it with an immersion blender, which can I tell y'all, if you don't have an immersion blender and you like to make soups, I have read so many recipes that tell you to take your ingredients that you've been simmering in a pot and transfer them to a blender to blend and then put them back in the soup pot. And that is an unnecessary step if you get an immersion blender, because it is one of my favorite kitchen tools this time of year. So anyway, that's just a plug. (laughs) They're not very expensive. 
you can look around and find one for not very much. And they really can help you make a lot of delicious soups this time of year full of yummy vegetables. Um, so anyway, <laughs> that's a side note. Um, but with fall, with this season, we are entering the quote unquote holidays. Um, I was in a store on November 1st and there was Christmas music playing. I know I'm not the only person who's experienced this. All of the Christmas decorations are out all in the stores, at least all of the, um, gift aisles are being set up. And so not only that, today's a Friday, right? So we've got the holidays. Currently it's a Friday. And for years, I know that at this time of year, I thought, well, the holidays are here. There's no point in working on my health habits now. (laughs) Might as well not even bother until January. So that's what I thought many, many years, right? Um, I've learned a lot in the past, you know, I don't know, seven years to think differently. But prior to that, that's typically what I would think. And I kind of thought, okay, I really have to have a perfect day to be able to start. It has to be the right day to start on health habits and on improving those. Everything has to be perfect before it can be the right day to start. (laughs) And I know I'm not the only one. I know this is a lot of y'all might think the same way that everything has to line up to be perfect. Um, Let's talk about all the things that can mess up it being a perfect time to start. Well, the weekend could be too close. It could be a Friday. It could be a Thursday. It could be a Wednesday. The weekend is coming. Those are bad days to start, right? (laughs) Um, Maybe, maybe it's a Monday, but there's a lunch get together that day for someone's birthday. Somebody in the office or that you know is having a birthday and you're going to, it's a Monday, but there's a party planned or even just a lunch gathering. Um, Or maybe there's a work party. Maybe there's a Thursday night work party. And so you really can't start till after that. Maybe... Maybe the coming weekend holds a special occasion with a date night. Maybe there's a a, a nice restaurant. And so you don't want to start working on your health habits between now and then. Um, And you don't want to include that because you just don't want to have any goals that you're thinking about regarding health when you have a date night at a restaurant planned. Uh, Maybe, maybe somebody's birthday, maybe your sister's birthday is next week or your aunt's birthday is next week or one of your children has a birthday and you've got to make the cake that I've been there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, maybe, uh, maybe it's your spouse's birthday or a good friend and you feel like, well, they're going to not enjoy their day as much if you don't indulge in the cake with them. So why bother thinking about your health at all between now and then, or dealing with (laughs) trying to improve any health habits between now and then it's just, you know, not a good day, not a good time to start, right? Um, And then we've got what we're dealing with now, which is Thanksgiving's coming up. I mean, it's, you know, today is, today is what? Today's November 3rd. So we've got just weeks away from Thanksgiving. Um, So really between now and Thanksgiving, why even, (laughs) some of us might think, well, why even, why even bother with thinking about making good health decisions anymore for the whole month of November? Because it's coming. Um, I had years where I thought like that. Um, And then Christmas is right after that. The whole month of December is basically one um, holiday gathering after another. Why, why would this be a good time? This is a terrible time. The time is not perfect, right? Um, everyone knows the last two months of the year are a bad time to start or a bad time to make health goals. And, and 
you know, when it's not this time of year, we're looking at, well, maybe it's summer, right? We've thought, well, is that a perfect time to start? Usually there's something like a beach vacation or some vacation, hopefully, where we're getting away and we don't want to make health goals around that, right? Um, or maybe it's Valentine's Day and there's going to be some chocolates. That's bad timing, right? So February is basically off, at least the first half of February. We don't want to, we don't want to go there and make any health goals the first half of February. Um, right. (laughs) Or then there's Memorial Day in the summer and Labor Day. Um, basically every holiday on our calendar has food traditions. Um, maybe President's Day is the last holdout. And, And you know what? And not only that, um, there are now all these other days that I keep hearing about, mainly from my children, like, you know, they inform me that it's National French Friday or National, um, Ice cream day. It's always a food that's a dessert food that they hear this about, right? Um, I don't know if you'll experience this. I mean, there's apparently, you know, National Hot Dog Day, National Pizza Day. I mean, every food has a day now. So um, there's a lot of imperfect days on our calendar. And if we look at our calendar, if we look at a year calendar, we could probably find something imperfect about every day on the calendar to tell ourselves that it's a bad day to start. It's a bad day to start making a change in either the way we're approaching food or eating or overeating or in adding more vegetables in. It's always an imperfect day to start an exercise regimen, even slowly. It always seems like there's something wrong with whatever day we're going to pick. And so we think, well, let's not even bother right now. It's not a perfect time. Well, I think <laughs> I think that now you've come to see the, the reality is there's just no perfect day. There's no day that's going to not have any issues with starting your new habit, the habit you've been thinking about working on or quitting the habit that you've been trying to quit. There's not going to be a perfect day. So waiting for the perfect day means not moving forward. It means not going in the direction of the goals that you have for your health. Um, so if you if you're not really going to do better if you wait for after a certain event or for after a big holiday, if in fact, there's just another holiday around the corner, there's just another big event around the corner. Our life is full of wonderful celebrations and events and days that are marked on the calendar where there's going to be food. Um, and the biggest growth will happen, in fact, when we learn how to successfully navigate and not just navigate, but enjoy those special days. When we learn how to celebrate with our whole heart without looking back, uh, without holding back, sorry, while knowing that we don't have to overeat to enjoy that day fully. Um, And that takes practice. That's why it takes growth. It takes learning and thinking and being uncomfortable, but taking a practice every holiday time, every birthday of paying attention, of paying attention to um, what trips us up each time, of paying attention to how we experience the day, and then making a decision to pay attention to the people around us, to focus on the joys that are outside of the food, and to understand that food doesn't have to be the most exciting part of any weekend, of any holiday, or of any birthday. There's a lot of other exciting parts. So these days of feasting can come without undoing all the other days surrounding them. 
The days of feasting can come when we embrace that there's a lot of beauty surrounding those times that we can savor without overeating. So we can feast and we can be with our people and appreciate the ambiance and the setting that's around us beyond just the food. And we can still enter into feasting with others with hearts full of great gratitude. Um, so how do we do this? How do we start in the middle of all of these things? How do we enter weekends and holidays and birthdays over and over and over again and throughout the year without causing incremental increasing damage to our health and also without withholding um, ourselves the joy in the celebrating? How can we fully celebrate and fully enter into joy without doing it in a way that damages our health? Well, there's a few steps I'm going to kind of go over here. First of all, we want to disentangle the joy and the food. These are two separate things. Yes, we can eat foods. We can eat special foods that are around at special times. We can feel the joy of a full life. But those are actually two separate things. One does not depend on the other. Each can exist separately. Joy and food can exist separately. But how often do we entangle them in our mind? How often do we reach for a sweet or reach for a second helping and put it on our plate because we somehow get mixed up about it? We kind of lapse into thinking that our joy will increase with the increase of food. And it doesn't really work that way. The overall effect, we realize usually afterwards that it didn't actually work that way. Um, But in the moment, we got a little confused and for some reason, maybe not consciously, just thought maybe it would. Um, So... There's just never a bad time to start focusing on building up our appetite for true, real joy um, and uncovering quality sources of it. So number two, so number one, disentangle joy from food. Number two, know ourselves and where we might struggle to eat in a way that we would regret. Because the reality is, even if we aren't in a season, maybe right now weight loss isn't an issue. Maybe we're not, maybe you're not in a place where you're trying to lose weight, but you may still remember um, times in your life where you were not looking to lose weight, but you still ate in a way that you regret. And you knew that it did some damage to your health and your habits. And so even no matter what we're in, you know, weight wise, maybe we're at a good weight or maybe we're not going to be looking to lose weight over the holiday season. Maybe we just want to work on our habits and building good habits that we don't regret the way we behave and the way we treat ourselves and our, and our body. We don't, we don't want to look back with regret at an overeating situation. Well, to do that, we want to know ourselves and we want to know what trips us up into ending up eating in a way we regret. Um, understanding what choices we want to make consistently and, you know, whether we want to focus on increasing certain types of foods or amounts of foods and then understanding those goals and desires and knowing more about what might be most likely, likely to trip us up and then making decisions that help us to prepare for those times. So, you know, in that, if we're prone to, you know, gluttony or, you know, what, what I mean by that is kind of a misplaced worship of food. And if these holiday season times, the holidays are when that desire um, to be have in a gluttonous way kind of overcomes us, then we can ask for divine help. We can spend time praying for 
discernment to know what to do leading into these occasions, whether there be foods that would be an encumbrance to us, a stumbling block to us, if there's a food that we're concerned would drive us to overeat, then we have to consider in advance if it would actually add to our overall joy while we're celebrating the day, if we do choose to eat it. Or we have to decide is would our would our joy be more more joy overall? Would we be unencumbered if that particular day we avoided eating that particular food? And perhaps in that way, just feel more freedom and the joy that comes from freedom from it by avoiding it. That's a decision that's made person to person. Um, it based on you, your unique tendencies, you know, your experience of the, of, of the holiday season and the different days and people you're around, um, and the different temptations you'll be surrounded by, you know, how do you set yourself up for, for experiencing those in a way that's full of joy and doesn't lead to you being in a place where you, um, are struggling as much with gluttony? Um, if that's something that you struggle with. So the next thing we can do, we've talked about disentangling joy from food. We've talked about knowing ourselves and where we might be tempted to eat in a way we regret and taking time to pray and make decisions surrounding um, avoiding those stumbling blocks. And number three, we can consider a written food plan deciding ahead of time on paper what foods we're going to eat and what foods we're not going to eat. And we can do that on a daily basis. We can do that on a weekly basis, or we could do it for a specific occasion or day. Um, But making decisions ahead of time from our grown-up brain and writing them down on paper can really help us when we're going into a situation to just take all the pressure off. Like we've made all the decisions And we don't need to decide anything. We've already decided what we're going to enjoy. Um, And it can really free us up to enjoy the company we're with, enjoy the ambiance, enjoy the celebration outside of just the food. So that's number three is a written food plan. And then fourth, um, understanding and acknowledging that celebrations in life with the people in our lives are going to be full of emotions. And they could be full of wonderful emotions. They could be full full of hard emotions, depending on your life and the people that are in your life and what y'all have been through. But if we're prone to emotional eating, that's, you know, obviously why these holidays could bring us more struggle. So that's why the fourth point is that we have to find ways to process our emotions, ways to give ourselves permission to feel the feelings from those emotions and process the way we think um, about them without reaching for extra food. Um, And we have to figure out what that looks like for each of us um, and understand to what extent we're doing that, um, eating emotionally, and how we can cope with emotions in a healthier way. So anyway, we have these, so we have these four steps. We have disentangling joy from food, kind of knowing ourselves and taking steps to, um, prepare. We have written food plans and we have um, addressing emotions in a healthy way. We have these steps that we can take on any of these holidays all around the year. We can take these steps on any of these celebrations that we're going to have, whether we have, um, you know, maybe we only get a few good weeks under our belts before we lead into a holiday, like between now and Thanksgiving, there's 
you know, a couple weeks, depending on when you listen to this, you could have two solid weeks under your belt leading into a holiday. Or maybe you're hearing this and we're two days away. Well, those two days can be full of wonderful choices. There's a whole lot of choices that you get to make between now and whatever happens two days from now. So those celebrations in life do not have to be what stands in the way between you making a new beginning in reaching toward the goals you have surrounding your health. Um, the reality is, you know, looking at the calendar, there's just no perfect time or easy time or convenient time to start working toward your health goals. There will always be a holiday around the corner or a weekend coming up. So the question is just why put it off? So the answer to the question of what's the best day to start thinking about working toward your health goals, what's the best day to make those changes you've been thinking about making, it can be a random Friday in November. It can be today. It can be at the very precipice of a holiday season with the parties and the feasts just starting to fill up your calendar. Today is the day not to throw up your hands and kind of decide to wait till January, but instead to just go ahead and dive in and see how much joy you can experience as you make these changes. And so the best day to start is just today. It's today. There's no reason to wait on moving forward toward your health goals. Um, and I'm saying this to myself as well, because I'm always in my head having to make that battle of, well, it's not a perfect day. It's it's a great day today to start. So I hope that this has been encouraging. I hope that you can um, enjoy the beginning of this season and come back again next week for more. Thank you for joining me today. If you've enjoyed this, I'm going to ask you to do a couple of things. First, please leave a review for me. This is how people find the podcast. Secondly, y'all sharing is caring. You can actually easily share this episode or a podcast entirely with a friend. Just text it to them. Lastly, if you're looking for more encouragement and direction from me, go sign up for my free newsletter. It's called The Extra Helping. You can go to www.joyfulweightloss.com. That's joyful spelled with two L's. And then when you're there, click on the extra helping to sign up. That's all for now, y'all. Don't forget to be sure you're subscribed and tune in again next week for more.